Today's episode of MBSing is sponsored by Emporium Arcade Bar. Emporium hosts awesome game, beer, food, and live music events daily in Wicker Park and Logan Square. Visit EmporiumChicago.com for info. I do my head toss, check my nails. Baby, how you feeling? Hello, welcome to MBSing. I'm your host, Mary Beth Smith. My many guests today are a continuation of a three-year anniversary retrospective type deal that I recorded at the end of last month, two weeks ago. Today, today being June 8th, the day that the release of this episode happened. Just if you needed a place in time. My first guest that you'll hear from is Stephen Kropa. Gave me updates on Edgar Wright and Dan Harmon projects since we last spoke. We talk Ant-Man, Baby Driver, Hermit Quest, some History Channel show that Harmon's doing that I didn't even know existed. Uh, season 2 of Rick and Morty, lots of good stuff in there. After that, Jesse Stegner talks to me about... Uh, a new podcast that she started and how it's changed the way she appreciated this one check out bachelor etc that's jesse stegner and past guest slash future guest because she was also a part of this call-a-thon that in a portion that hasn't been released yet katie wadsworth talking about the bachelorette and all things therein talking to other comedians in LA about The Bachelorette uh, and what they think about it. We also talked about the fact that she was coming into town that weekend for past guests of the show with Scary Donna's wedding. We had a great time during that. That already happened, as did her trip to Little Mermaid at the Hollywood Bowl, which I would love some updates on post this conversation and her attendance. After that, I had my friend Becca Tobble. Her topic was Saved by the Bell. We talked about how when we spoke on the podcast, a place in both of our lives was very different. A lot of time had passed. We were in different places now, but we appreciated where we were when we talked and where we are now. And Jesse and Becca were both very good friends of mine from the very beginning of my time in Chicago, or at least close to the beginning of my time in Chicago, and now they don't live here anymore. It was a very interesting uh, perspective shot, and there's a little more of that after it. Tim Swindle, uh, right after Becca Tobble, talked to me about his game, Utter Nonsense, some things that have happened with it and will be happening with it in the coming months. They're releasing an expansion pack. They're going international. Some very cool updates. My friend Tim Dunn, right after my friend Tim Swindle, talks to me about how his life got very unbusy at some point after we did the podcast about his life being busy. We talk about moving in with his significant other, and he apologizes for not making something as good as he did in the first anniversary of the show that I will play in its entirety because any opportunity to do so is welcome. After Tim Dunn, we had Alex Trepka. We talked a lot about Squall, the playground team that we were both placed on together, um, and how he's been thinking a lot about how uh, he's seeing his favorite wrestlers get older. 
and feel similarly similarly about uh, improvising and watching improvisers in the community uh, get all their in-generations turnover. Similar topic that I had uh, of conversation that I had with Tobble. Um, we're, we're not all that different after all. Nate Bechtel, who graciously uh, accepted that I had to cut into his time to try to find a phone charger because my phone was dying and I had many hours of calls left because I was unprepared. We talked about his dad leaving the state department, which was the reason that he had been such a traveler in the first place, which is what this episode was about, um, and how that affected his traveling and his looking back on his dad's career, etc. After that, we had Sweet Meg Johns, who asked me, instead of bringing something to the table for her own episode, she didn't even want to talk herself. She just wanted to talk to me about my dad's experience, or my experience seeing my dad in Cats. So we did that. And I got to tell her a fun thing about someone who listened to the ep and it had an impact on them. After Meg Johns, Closing out this episode, my friend Brandon Dowling talked about some other uh, mysteries that he's been enjoying since he did the show The Whites by Richard Price. Uh, We talked about kind of Leslie Nielsen for a while and The Hours. It was a good, it was a good convo. We got, we got everything in there. He also gave a little shout out to Asher Perlman, who I... Uh, is a member of the community that I've had on a list to ask to do the show for a very long time but I've never reached out but you know that claim just doesn't hold water until it actually happens Uh, there's so many people um, that I know in the community who I've had conversations with about the show in the past um, and would love to have on that I guarantee will happen it's just a matter of time we're just we're only three years in guys there's so many people who offer me many more years after that. I think Trebka specifically wished that I would have 30 more years of the show. We'll see where it goes. We'll see how I'm feeling. Uh, this podcast is a part of the Chicago Podcast Network. If you like this show, you might also like Talking Games, co-hosted by Tim Dunn, who you will hear smack dab in the middle of these conversations. If you want to hear him talk about video games and other assorted amusements, you can check out Talking Games. Uh, And I encourage you to check out any of the other podcasts in that co-op, because I think they're all doing great things here in the beautiful Windy City. Uh, I think that's all I've got. I'll give a quick shout out for the Fishbowl at the Annoyance Theater every Thursday night at 9.30 can come to that especially as a student of improv or just a curious bystander uh, to try to play in the titular fishbowl with other performers in the city uh, I know Becca Tobble has played that show before Meg Johns plays it very consistently and uh, I think we both talk about it in the interviews that come after I stop talking in such a jilted, annoying way. Thank you so much for listening. Appreciate it. Enjoy the show. How's it going, man? It's going really well. I'm coming to you live from Overlice Creamery. Oh, yeah? Where it's raining 
Yeah, I've heard <laughs> that it's storming. Yeah. Um, do you have specific Dan Harmon slash Edgar Wright updates to report slash speak on? I can speak about whatever, yep. <laughs> I mean, if you want to bring anything else specific to the table, feel free. Well, I no, can't yeah, both, but I know, I think, I didn't do my research. I didn't look back at when our episode was, but um, I do know, I think, the, I don't think the sixth season of Comedia had come out yet. I think you're right, and I don't think that the second season of Rick and Morty had come out yet. Great, so then we can talk about both of those. I, I love it. And I've been, talk, I've been following uh, Edgar Wright's Instagram for Baby Driver updates. So for what? His new movie. What's it called? Baby Driver. Baby Driver? Yep. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Great. Uh, how did you feel about Ant-Man? Short. We can spend a little bit of time on this as it was something that he uh, kind of abandoned. Uh, well, I can certainly see moments where he was there. I like totally... Mm-hmm. Like that cured milk when he's like fighting in the briefcase. Yes. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's it. Yes, there were definitely things that were so his touches. Like all the Michael Pena stuff, I felt like was very uh, Edgar Wrightian. Absolutely. Um, and it made me wish there was more of that, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can talk about. I would gladly talk about uh, that uh, sixth season of Community stuff too. Sure. What'd you cool. think? How are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going, baby. We're uh, going. Uh, I love the six season cool. Yeah, that was great. I really liked it uh, too. Cool, because it was just I thought the re- the bring back of the uh, spokesman character of Subway. Oh yeah, it. right. That episode was so good. I watched um, the first Subway episode last night, actually. Oh yeah. Yeah, my boyfriend's been throwing it on a lot, which I have no complaints about. I loved the finale. I was like, that's perfect. It was insane. It was so, so good. I mean, and it just had everything. And it was, I mean, even the the tag, like, I loved the little extra tags that they did, like, the post-it stuff. It was like, yeah. That was really Once I I watched, I feel like once I watched the tag, I was like, well, no one else will be able to do that thing as well as he just did it. Like wow. that fake game product type thing. It God, it was unreal. Yeah, it was so so good. Um, I'm thinking what there were some like little things. That, there were like weird ideas, like the uh, um, uh, like making the movie like a sci-fi movie thing was weird. That um, yeah, it, I mean, I've always thought that. Uh, and I probably said this when we did our episode, but I've always thought Community was a show that swung for the fences, so when it hit it out of the park, it was incredible, but sometimes oh. it still struck out. Well, I think it was still about, like, still about the characters and that. Yes. It seemed less about the character, more about, like, well, we gotta do something, so. But, like, I don't know how you look at that last episode and not see everything fully realized. Totally agree. I think it was, I've been encouraging, I actually, like, whenever the topic of community comes up, I ask people if they've seen the sixth season, because so many people didn't seek it out, and that's a tragedy. Yeah. I mean, it interests me, too, like, that Wolf Huron song at the end, I thought that was, like, for some, 
beautiful and I never heard them before. So I was like, oh, now I have these bands that I love. Nice. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, It was just, yeah, so so good. The only thing I'm like disappointed in is like the DVD. Like, then they did that. Did you listen to the Harmon commentary? Oh, wow. So they went back and did episodes. So, like, you know, every season had the commentary. Well, they went back on Yahoo and they did just Harmon that's commentating. Oh, cool. So that's really cool, but then on the DVD it's not included, so that made me annoyed. Oh, <laughs> lame. Is it still all available via Yahoo? I think it's got to be. I mean, I have no idea. I hope it is. I know yeah. Yahoo's screen died. So like that's I know. That's, that's kind of stupid that they had that available but didn't include it. Yeah. So, who knows? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't looked in to see if there's like going to be a better version or something out there. Right. Because... Um, do you think they'll actually make a movie? I think so. I think I think it'll be another TV movie. I, like a online. Thing. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, What's the I next? Think Hulu, I think I mean, he's on Hulu right now. It might be even a show thing. You know, he's oh, yeah. Because what is Harmon Quest? Uh, what's the like concept? That's gonna be on, I think that's, on, that's just going to be like animated, I think, right? Is it just like animated conversations or? No, it's like they're, you know, at the podcast where they do that. Oh, so it's going to be like Harmontown animations. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. More so than if it were just like a show like about or just like live Harmontowns. No, it's it's like them animating their role playing game. Cool. Uh, I feel like. He's doing a lot. He's got that show on. History Channel too that I haven't watched that at all. What is that? That's the one where it's like, what is that? I think it's called True History. I don't really know what it's called. But it's him and uh, uh, what's his uh, face? His assistant guy, guy who GM for them. Oh, Spencer. What's his name? I know who you're talking about. But it's like he's got time machine and he meets comedians come and play historical figures and they have like a talk with them. Oh, like that sounds cool. I had no idea. Shakespeare. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, it's super under, like, no one's promoting it. Man, I feel like that's more and more recently, because, like, there's just so much good stuff that it's hard to keep up with it all. Yeah. Even when it's like, the people that you like the most. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I feel like there was something specific. I was, oh, uh, he got divorced. <laughs> I know. Such a bummer. Uh, but he's with somebody now, too. It's so weird. Yeah, she is, too. Um, um, but it's weird to have so much of that have happened, like, relatively publicly. Yeah. Within, like, they were, I think they were married, what, 18 months or not even, like, a year? Yeah, I think it was a, a not even a year. So that's that. Uh, Oof. Yeah, I mean, because I follow her, too, and it's just, like, really, like... Yeah, I've always been a fan of hers as well, and it bummed me out um, because I, yeah. I thought that it was, like, this cool, collaborative thing, and it doesn't seem like that's what it was. Well, she still comes on. Like, I think she's still on the podcast sometimes and stuff. It's just, like, a... I mean, they're doing it for themselves, which is great, but it's just really, like... I don't know. I can't imagine what it feel like to be in that situation. Me neither. Me neither. Yeah. Uh, where are we at time? I think we're almost done. I think we're almost done, too. That's how it okay. goes, baby. I feel like it's been ramping up, 
and then moving on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's just cool. I mean, everyone from what Carmen's done since then, he's made some great stuff. Yeah, I like get right. Baby Driver looks so fun. I I'm gonna movie. look up a trailer after I finish uh, all there's this. There's no trailer yet. Oh okay, shit! On, on Facebook or uh, on Instagram, but the I'll give you the elevator pitch of it. It's a getaway driver who drives through the streets of London to his own soundtrack. So I think he like drives the music. Uh-huh. Um, and I know John Hamm's the villain. Oh, um, cool! That's gonna be good. That sounds awesome. I'm in. I mean. Uh-huh. I'd rather see that guy make his own movies anyway than oh, yeah. a Marvel movie. So, I, in that sense, I'm not too bummed out about that being how it landed because he probably would have like done other movies yeah. if he had stayed on. Agreed. All right, dude. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you. Love you and I mean it. All right, bye. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good, how are you? Glad that I get to see you this weekend. I know, I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, what do you want to talk about? Do you have specific musical updates? Um, oh my god, I should, right? Because that was what I talked about. <laughs> we don't have to. Well, first of all, I have to say happy anniversary. Thank you so much. Um, Very much appreciated. So wonderful. Yeah. Um, doing, I did a podcast like forever ago, like years and years ago, and, um, and I just started a new one like two weeks ago, and it's a lot of work. (laughs) It's, it's not, it's accessible, but it's not necessarily easy. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Uh, Um, there, there are a lot of things you don't really like factor in when you think about doing it. Right, like there are things that like have to be done that you don't think about doing when mm-hmm. you're listening to a podcast. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So and that's the, sort of a weird, weird thing. Um, the other thing so, that's frustrating is yeah. that like when you listen to a very popular show, it's probably on a network, and someone else does a lot of that for the host. So that for me yes. has become a point of frustration. <laughs> Yes, so I, okay, so thanks to you, and because I met her in person, um, All right. I've been listening to This Feels Terrible, like, every t- every time I'm in my car. It's great. Um, and I live in Los Angeles now, so I'm in my car all A the lot, time. right, um, yes. And she, first of all, it's fantastic, so, like, I get why everyone and their mother listens to it. It's great, yeah. But, yeah, same thing, where, like, clearly she has gotten, like, you know, somebody to get this, you know, she has nice equipment, obviously. Right. Her, um... I know when she, uh, she's on Feral Audio, so I know that, like, she used to have a guy who was her engineer on a lot of the shows. Yeah. Like, there's one part of it where she, like, sets him up on a bunch of blind dates. Like, that's how much of an integral part he was to the show. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Speaking of that podcast, like, I, um, so I met her, right. um, I was in, I was in a stand-up class with her, um, which she had to, she couldn't finish because she just kept getting voiceover work. Like, she just stopped coming because she's just, like, Holy successful. shit. Yeah, like, she just she couldn't come anymore because she was, like, booking stuff. Good problem um, to have, I guess. But we, yeah, so we bonded over, I mean, first she was, like, we all, like, did our introductions and she's, like, very modest, obviously, and I was, like, yeah, I have this podcast and it's called This Feels Terrible, and I was, like, oh my god. <laughs> um, I know that show. <laughs> you, 
you had told me about that podcast like years ago. A long ago. ago, yeah, yeah. A long time ago. And I just never really like got super, super into podcasts. So I never was like, Oh, I'm just this is something I'm gonna regularly listen to. Right. And um we we started actually this is kind of actually musicals related. We nice. um we were like we all we had to go up and just like so a lot of times like in this in like the two stand up classes that I've taken, a lot of it's just like brainstorming and going up and just telling stories and finding where the jokes are and stuff. Cool. And so someone she our teacher was like, Go up and talk about your parents. Like whatever that means to you. So I was just telling this story about how I got these tickets to see um, the Little Mermaid at the Hollywood Bowl is coming up pretty yeah. soon, and it's the lie. It's a lie. I, I, Mary Beth, I'm like shitting myself. I'm so excited. Like, <laughs> it's a live concert. So Titus from Kim oh. is singing Sebastian. Oh my god, um, that sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah, and Sarah Bareilles is singing Ariel. Shut up. Um, this yeah, sounds. I, I, I'm already in. Yeah. Right. It was like and tickets were like. Bucks. Like, it wasn't even anything, like, when I saw it, like, I almost started crying because I was like, that, I'm not going to be able to afford that show. Right. And then um, I had a friend here, like, who just has a hookup and is like, yeah, we got pre-sale, so if you want us to buy an extra one, like, just Venmo us, like, $60. And I was like, that's yes. <laughs> wow. And so, um, yeah, so I was talking about that um, in my stand-up class, and Aaron was like, Aaron was like, I have mermaid parties. And ah. I was like, what? <laughs> So, like, every year she, like, gets a group of ladies together and everybody dresses up like a mermaid. And they, like, Shut watch Flash. Or, like, they watch, like, The Little Mermaid or whatever. Right. Um, My 13th yeah, so year? I started listening to her podcast. <laughs> and, like, I get done listening to it and I'm just, like, in a puddle. Like, yeah. I can see you especially a lot of it echoing <laughs> with you. Oh, my God. And, like, there was one um, where she, like, goes and, like, talks to her um, her first boyfriend. Yeah, shit. That was crazy. Yeah, and, I, and what was weird was I had – so I'm from L.A. Right. So I just I just had coffee or I had, like, a drink with my first boyfriend. Right. I remember and you I was, uh, mentioning yeah, at some point so that you planned to, to do it, that. And I was like, I lost it. And then Aww. I, like, awkwardly emailed her, and I was like, hey, this is weird, but, like, I just, like, I listened to this episode, and, like, that's happened to me recently, and, like, <laughs> that's she's, so like, great. so sweet about it. That's so cool. She's seemingly very sweet about anything that comes along where the show is related. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm glad to be enjoying it and kind of peripherally uh, um, know what's, uh, that, like, it's so cool that your paths have crossed already. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I've gotten very lucky in that the people that I've met here um, so far that are, like, the successful people I've met are so kind Good. and, like, also so similar to me in terms of, like, personality types and, like, <laughs> right. you know, it's just been cool, like, as, like, there are a lot of things about LA that are tough, especially in your first year, but, like, man, like, Felicia Day was, like, so wonderful and nice and, like, I don't know, it's just nice to meet people that have, like, quote-unquote made it, and they're yeah. just good people. That's... You know, it's like, uh, oh, great, oh, this is... Like, it's still hard, and, like, it's still heart-wrenching, and, like, you know, all that stuff, but it's like, oh, you guys are great. 
I legit just got like chills even for me saying that because I feel like um, I I listened to Andy Samberg on on You Made It Weird recently, Pete Holmes's podcast, and uh-huh. because it's so such a long conversation, like you really do feel like you get at least some insight into that person that you, yeah, and and he seemed so nice and cool and like so funny and smart and it was like exactly what I wanted him to seem like and it was so like bolstering and cool yeah so I can't imagine yeah, what it's yeah. like like in IRL <laughs> uh, in IRL that's what they say right <laughs> I guess I don't know I'm too old uh, um what how do you feel about Hamilton have you have you gotten I was- like a the musical thing right now so here's the confession and i did this with the book of mormon as well uh-huh. so i and we um, have like t- like as quick as possible okay so i didn't watch the book of Mo- music from the book of mormon because i knew i was going to see it live right i only listened to the song from the tonys which is i believe so that was the only song i knew going in right um and then i just got tickets when i came to chicago and i saw it uh-huh. so i have not listened to any music from hamilton because okay. i wanted to it live so i don't know i mean i know it's amazing and i know that like it's gonna blow my mind but Mm -hmm. it's coming to la like soon now so and i always like so that was like a strategic thing so i haven't listened to any that's really funny i did that for a long time too and then i downloaded all of it and i've kind of listened to it but i i haven't really jumped in yet and it is coming to chicago but tickets are so expensive and i'm like do i actually want this the amount that these tickets are or can i wait until it tours again and pay like half of this (laughs) right yeah and i've and i've had that conversation with myself but also like i never buy concert tickets ever. yeah so, so it's like, okay, like well if i spend a little bit more on hamilton it's not like i'm constantly like buying tickets to things at, like, all these live events that's fair oh my god i should um, <laughs> i should probably go um yeah, yeah, yeah. mike jando has a, a big pool of tickets um that he's like selling individually uh like he has a group that's they've already been accounted for and i'm a part of that so maybe i'll tell him i i want to buy some but i'm just poor and um, I know. I'm poor. I love uh, you so much. I love you so much. I'm going to see you in like two days. I can't wait. Um, And we can talk about like all kinds of stuff that I'm not going to share with the public. <laughs> uh, with like your droves of fans that are listening to this. Okay. <laughs> Let's pump the briz aches. Um, <laughs> some of us aren't doing shows um stand-up shows in LA whatever whatever <laughs> <laughs> all right dude I for he's gotta let you go I love you though yeah 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 congrats thank um, you I hope you're having fun I am it's been a blast so far and life awesome. in general is fun and hard but great good <laughs> bye that's how it should be yeah I think so too you know you a star you can touch the sky I know that it's hard but you have to try if you need advice let me simplify Hi. I'm sorry. I ran long with Stegner. Is anyone surprised? No, that's the, the part of the reason I signed up for the slot I signed up for was I just wanted you to get a dose of the Tanners. Oh, yes. I love that. <laughs> I saw Jesse signed up, and I was like, let's throw it back, baby. This back to back. Oh, that makes me so happy. 
It really is kind of crazy to uh, have already been through a, a bunch of people and have a lot of others on deck and think about, like, how um, it's funny because, like, a lot of the people who signed up, like, not to um, – a lot of different people signed up. I've had a lot of different people on the show, but a lot of the people who signed up are, like, people like you and Jesse, who I was, like, who are so integral in my, like, early time in Chicago – um, yeah. and, uh, maybe that, like, I don't see us on a daily basis anymore. And then, but yeah. there's also all these people who I like do see a lot. Like the people I play with weekly now also like wanted to yeah. you know get in on this and like, it's so fun. It's been so fun. You know who I was thinking? I was like, as you said that email, I was like, you know, you know, I bet who is geek to do this is Ryan Ben. I bet he is just like on par ready to do this it's so funny because he like i think he's like too uh like respectful like he sent me an email and was like i think what i want to do is you just call and or i'll call and you just send it straight to voicemail and i'll leave you a voicemail about how backdraft is still a great movie and congratulations and i'm like all right buddy like you do whatever you want to do and he's like all right all right i think that's what i'm gonna do I know, I know. And now um, I get, like, double dose of him because I'm dating his best friend. I know. I, I I love it. It's, like, one of my favorite things to see pictures of you and him and Eric and Cynthia. It makes me, like, the happiest. Yeah. It's it's good times, man. It's good times. Yeah. Uh, how are uh, you? How are you? I'm good. So, I got it when I was reading your email and we were talking about we could talk about what we talked about on our episode. Yes. Or we could do, like, a hodgepodge. And I was thinking... What's so funny about is when I did my episode, how different my life is now sure. than then. Yeah. And I was like, isn't it so funny? The art form that we all do is, is flip in time, right? That never happens again. Uh-huh. And like things change so quickly. And I was like, it's just so funny how life changes so quickly. Uh-huh. And even like you are in a very different place too. Like For sure. Know, it's just insane how everyone's lives change so quickly. And maybe it's not, maybe I'm being naive and it's not just improvisers. <laughs> it, just feels, it just feels the of the art form that that's how things happen, you know? I, I agree. Um, I do think that it gives it some sort of, like, specific, it both gives you an immediacy to what's going on, but it also because you have all these specific things going on, it's very easy to look back at how much time has passed since you did something or since you started something. Yeah, yeah. It's insane. I, well, it's, this whole thing was so fun because I have been pouring over what I want to talk to you about. Really? Taking it very, yeah, I've been taking it very seriously because I'm like, I love your podcast. I just love how you're just like, we're going to shoot the shit for however long we shoot the shit for about this one topic. You know, and so I was like, I want to have this, like, great segment. And I was just like, you know what? I think it's just so funny because, like, you were just saying how, um, you know, some people signed up for, like, part of your early days in Chicago. Yeah. And it is so, like, to me, it's just so interesting on how, like, everything holds such a, like, deeper meaning. And I don't, yeah. again, I don't know if it goes back to, but I think about that time that we, that summer that the tan- we were, Jesse, you and I were on the Tanners together and we were coached by Joe. Yeah. And how just how important that felt that summer. I don't yeah. know why, but it did it did. It felt so important. I totally and agree. It felt so fun and like how life is so I mean Jesse's in LA. 
I am currently walking on the streets of South Georgia <laughs> as I talk to you. Yeah. I'm about to do this and then go on another boat. And, you know, you're in Chicago. And like, Joe how? left to go on tour today, like, because she yeah. told me she couldn't do it because she had to go on tour. And I was like, so, like, bringing it fucking full circle with all four of us. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's absolutely nutters. Um, but it's still, like, there's, I think there's this idea of, like, oh, we'll face this close-knit group of people forever, but it still feel like every time I see you, it's just a ball of joy that comes Aww. to life, you know? I, I feel we- the same way. I was so happy to see you in the annoyance recently because I really was, like, bummed out to not to not get one good go before you left, but I'm glad you'll be a, a little back and forth. Yeah, yeah, I'll be back for two weeks in July, which feels crazy. Also, I'm sorry if I'm breathing heavy. I'm walking in the south right now, and it's 95 degrees. <laughs> and I'm sweating, and I forget that I expand when I'm in the south. My jeans are tighter now. Things are changing, Mary Beth. You just take on all that moisture from the air. I thought about you. I thought about you as I was toning in from um, Hartsville Jackson Airport, and we're headed home. And you know, you can take 85 in Georgia coming north. You can continue to take 85 to go into South Carolina, mm-hmm. or I take 985 to go home. And I was like, "Ooh, exit one, South Carolina, Mary Beth Smith, here you come." Oh, that's so, sweet. That makes you know, me happy. But, yeah, um, 85 straight from what. Almost the whole way from my place to Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. It's in, I just, it's just so interesting how, like, even I feel like within the improv community, so much has been shaken up in the last, like, two years. Absolutely. <laughs> I was just... It's such an insane thing. Absolutely. I, 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 I mean, I couldn't believe, like, Eric... Um, came to the first live show that I did, and that like the live first live show for MBSing, and that was after I had been doing the show for a year, and I was yeah. like, "Holy shit, we've been dating for two thirds of while I've been doing this." That seems insane to me. It's so insane that it feels like I feel like you were just telling me that you started dating him too. Right, right. <laughs> And I don't know, I guess this is, like, definitely in my mind, which is why I was like, I think this would be fun to talk to. Time is such a freaking weird, cool and like spot. Also kind of ties into Say by the Bell because they yeah. they had to go to college, you know? Yeah. They had to move on. <laughs> and things weren't the same. So the college year is not good. We've talked about it before. <laughs> not good. Uh, we'll leave it there. <laughs> I gotta hope. I gotta hope my college years post improv are a lot better than theirs. <laughs> I have faith. I have faith. I know. Um, well, I I like loved to see the Google Doc too of all the people that you have that are talking to you. So I can't wait to hear this whole entire thing. Oh yeah, I, I'm gonna release it. Like I think over the course of every Wednesday in June, I'm gonna release like a few at a time. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so much fun. Who are you? Who's uh, who's on deck right now? Uh, my friend Tim Swindle is a uh, a game developer, so he's like not a comedy performer. So it'll be a oh, little God. change up. I mean, I guess my segment was just mostly me being excited about this whole thing. So <laughs> that's so sweet, I really, though. I loved it. I, I really nailed it. I think uh, that it was great, and that the the. Um, talking about like how time has passed and trying to figure all that out is um, interesting, and I could talk about it for way longer. I know. Well, we should do it. I'll be 
back in July. So, yes, let's hang out. Um, I'll be there for two whole weeks. So you let me know. Like I'll come even come to the fishbowl. Hell yeah, dude! Play the fishbowl. I don't even have to play. I just want to watch you. But you can if you wanted to, or you can watch, and then we can hang out. All right. Well, I don't want to keep you behind schedule, but I love you, and I'm so excited to hear this. I love you. Thank you so much for calling. All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye. We don't love you anymore. Just walk your fine ass out the door. Um, any specific brunch-related updates? Uh, no, other than I've got a new place to be hosting brunch. Uh, just moved. Nice. Uh, yeah, so really excited about my new pad, uh, living in River North, and uh, got a great kitchen set up, so going to be cooking some mean brunches over here, that's for damn sure. Love it. I mean, it sounds like an invite to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that is. So we'll, we'll have to set that up. Let me know, man. Uh, right. What else What else is on your mind? What else would you want to talk about? Um. One, I just I love the concept here of just kind of like, you know, revisiting uh, yeah. with past guests. I think that was a really good idea on your part. Thanks. Um, so, yeah, for us, this Wolf one, it's kind of funny. Um, this is my second kind of radio type thing I'm doing today. I was, uh, there's this Kiss FM up in Milwaukee who came across Utter Nonsense and they now have it as like a recurring segment on their show. No way. Um, yeah. And so they, but my sister, who works for Other Nonsense and like does marketing PR, she like, right. it popped up in like a Google search or something or uh, Google alert. So anyway, I got to call in. Uh, they do it every Wednesday. They play the game, and uh, I got to be like a judge for them for today's episode. So that was just really cool. That uh, is so cool and surreal. <laughs> <laughs> is that yeah. the first kind of thing like that that you've gotten to do as a result of the game? You know what? I'll say it's the first organic thing. There's been other uh, radio opportunities, podcast sure. opportunities that we've done that have been more initiated by us. Sure. But the fact that somebody just kind of like randomly heard or found out about the game and then they had like the wherewithal to turn it into something. To on start show doing and, it. That is yeah. so cool, man. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm seeing a lot of hits today from, uh, from Milwaukee. Good. Very cool. Man, yeah. I feel like that's uh what a great way for people to find out about it to just literally hear people playing the game. Right. I know, I know. It's such a natural fit for radio. I've always thought that. And sure. It's definitely something that uh we're gonna try to, you know, in- keep encourage more yeah. that way if, you know, Why not? the other radio stations and you know, they'd be up for doing something similar. So That's um, really, really cool. Thank you. So, yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, things are going well. You know, I mean, it's uh, I'm still working full-time, and so, you know, yeah. Modern Nonsense is still a passion project. Uh, yeah. That's just, and, uh, but we're going well with Target. And then beyond that, uh, so we're going international this year. We're Very be, cool. You know, thank you. We're going to be in Australia, New Zealand, the U.K., um, so uh, close to finalizing those deals. And then uh, coming out with an expansion pack also this fall. Cool. Uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, definitely still, you know. Cranking. Going forward and cranking, exactly. Uh, it's been a ton of fun, but it's still just keeping it as like a cool little passion project. Good uh, for you, man. Yeah. Keep the dream alive. <laughs> 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 Will uh, the... So, 
Will the uh, expansion packs, will those, like, for the um, versions overseas, will they have, like, the same cards and everything? So what the – actually, this was um, one of the first pieces of advice when I I met with Max kind of, like, right after we did our Kickstarter. Cool. And he gave me, like, three pieces of advice, which, like, honestly – and it was, like, within 30 seconds of meeting me, he gave me, like, awesome ideas that I'm, like, using and implementing. Very, very smart man. Yeah, and so um, one of them was that, you know, he had wished that they, you know, with, with the expansion packs, he's like, make them all kind of, like, unique in a way. Like, have them be, like, stand out. Like, now they're yeah. starting to see them do that with, like, the geek pack. And For sort of, sure, you know, yeah. You know, they went from right? kind of just numbering things to making exactly. them themed. You yeah. Know, he's like, he's like, then nobody knows, like, what's pack one versus five. Right. And so he was like, every expansion pack, have it, have it be its own unique identity. So... I loved that the second he told me. And so, yeah. um, and then the most obvious thing that people ask about is like, I want to do, a, you know, why, there's no celebrity accents. Like, I want to mm. do Christopher Walken or I want to do Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sure. So, it's not that I didn't think of that. It was that I kind of anticipated coming out with like a separate deck at some point. So, cool. Uh, point being is that's going to be the that's gonna be the game plan. It's that's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's really exciting. Yeah. And, and what a like totally uh, different direction to to take and specific direction to take it in yeah the problem is now i'm like i don't really know what to do after the celebrity one but (laughs) (laughs) somebody else will come along and uh well sorry go ahead no no um you'll get there you'll figure it out yeah it'll come out organically uh trying to think of other things non non non-workly that we could talk about real quickly (laughs) oh today i was uh I was checking out, um, trying to figure out something to do over like the, the holiday this year, uh-huh. and I think I've decided on going to Cuba. Kind no of like way! To Cuba. Yeah, I thought you know try to get down there before it comes like too super popularized and right. run, run over by American corporations. So celebrate uh, our newfound uh, or our, our refound um, <laughs> ability to travel to Cuba. Yeah. I do my head talk. And almost everyone, yours was the first call that I, I think it was the first call that I was actually able to accept right when it came in instead of just being like, because <laughs> um, most of them I've just been like, um, okay, send a voicemail. I'll call them back when I'm, when I'm wrapping this up. So I've been like a couple minutes behind, but now I'm back on schedule. Okay. It's going to be fine. <laughs> hey, you cut you cut me off whenever you need to. I appreciate that permission. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Uh, do you have um, anything specific that you'd like to bring to the conversation? An update since we last spoke? Um, well, first off, I want to say uh, I'm sorry I haven't provided as much to your anniversary as I did the first time. Um, <laughs> there was no like topping really that. I really went all out with that Rob Grabowski thing. There was no topping that. No, yeah. Uh, for as long as I live, I feel like. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, when, we, when we talked the first time, we talked about being busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Gosh, you know, after the shock season ended, I got dramatically less busy, which was weird. I cannot imagine, honestly. <laughs> um, just in terms of, like, it would probably, the, 
uh, I don't even know what equivalent thing in my life would wrap up and feel that way. Maybe Nerdalog stuff. Well, and you're a, you're a very busy person yourself. I am. Sure. Um, do you feel like it helps keep your sanity? Um, I... Or do you feel like it's the cause of it, uh, uh, of stress? Of, of stress. Um, that's a very good question. I I don't know what... At this point, I'm like... How long have I lived in Chicago? Uh, five. I'm six years. No, uh-huh. five, five and a half years into sure. what this lifestyle feels like. <laughs> so I guess it's hard to say because I don't really know what it would look like if I like pulled the plug on a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get that. Um, yeah, I mean, I think every, just about everyone I know and still hang out with in the community is wondering, where am I even going to be in, like, not even five years anymore. It's, like, two years. Yeah, because I look back at two years ago, and that is different. Yeah, we're like old people now. <laughs> yeah, yes. That is such a weird thing to feel, is that, yes. like, you start seeing new people's names and faces popping up that you're like, I've never even... <sighs> like, consider that that person exists and they're probably more, like, <laughs> well-known in this community than I am at this point. Sure, or spaces, too. Like, they're like, have you yeah. seen a uh, show in this space? And I, I had no idea even it even existed. Yes, gosh, very true. Yeah. Um, I guess what I'm saying is I really identify with that new Mike Birbiglia movie. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about that? Actually, oh, like genuinely, don't you? Um, I think it feels. Um, I feel weird because I feel like the movie has a small, like, um, actual like knowledge base for people who live that life. Oh yeah, I don't think it's gonna have any broad appeal. Yeah. But... Yeah. Um, yeah. and I don't know if I, if I want to see that, like, <laughs> reflected back at me. Sure. Um, I actually saw, uh, Claire Mullaney, and forgive me, I don't know her married name, um, say one of the most, like, interesting things about it that I've seen so far, and that was <laughs> that, um, it was weird to watch a trailer of a bunch of people who are portraying um, people that they, like, left behind, basically. You know what I mean? Oh, yes, because they're all actually very successful. Exactly. She was like, um, but what about the fact that all of these people are in- inordinately successful and uh, are playing people who are the ones who, like, didn't necessarily make it? And I was like, yeah. woof. <laughs> I did think about that because it's like there had to have been uh, uh, you know, improvisers uh, that are well-known and respected but aren't that level of success. They could have easily done some of those parts, right? Sure, right. But I guess that's not how the world works. I mean, I mean, t- like, I guess Gary is, like, not unknown to anyone but us and seems to have a relatively significant part in this movie. Sure. Mm-hmm. But also, all of the main characters are like, Gillian Jacobs been on a very successful television show. Uh, Keegan-Michael Key produced a very successful television show of his own that he also started and wrote. Like, Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> at Mike Birbiglia is doing fine. <laughs> He'll be all right. Yeah. No, I am. But I think it speaks to a lot of us right now at this point in our lives. Uh, so I'll definitely be there. I'll be there opening night. I'll watch it. Um, <laughs> I'll watch it. Um, but in terms of being busy, uh, uh, I don't know if she's going to leave you a message or not, but if I had not uh, started dating Lisa, I think I might have gone legitimately crazy. And that's not really? to say that I, it, it's codependent or anything, but right. we both kind of found each other when we were both, let's say, not busy. Um, sure. And helped each other through that. That's great. And yeah. it seems like um, are trying to uh, navigate what that looks like together as well. Yeah, I think so. Um, well, I'm happy that that's how it worked out. I very much have enjoyed getting to work with and know Lisa. Oh, she says really mean stuff about you. <laughs> you know? uh, I just want to make that clear. <laughs> good to know. Good to know. I will watch my back. <laughs> Because <laughs> she's only been, ever been very nice to my face. So. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. She's mean. Like, <laughs> as soon as she gets home. Super mean. <laughs> um, any reflections uh, from you on three years? Um, uh, I, I was just telling Becca Tobble um, two people ago that one of the craziest things that I realized in doing this third anniversary thing is that Eric, my significant other, was present um, in the audience for the first anniversary that I ever did. And and you, did you guys know each other then? Uh, we had, like, just started dating. Like, okay. it was, like, very, very new. I'm not even sure we were, like, we had had the whole, like, the conversation you're supposed to have where you're like, so this is exclusive, right? Uh, <laughs> like, we're boyfriend and girlfriend. We're not sleeping with other people, right? Uh, yeah, on. like, that part of it, I think, was understood, but we <laughs> we hadn't had that, like, that weird relationship handshake that people still do. Yeah. Uh, where you're like, so we refer to each other as this now, right? Um, which is like necessary, but still weird. Um, so he like, was, I'm not gonna call you my friend when we go places. Exactly, and like we still we refer to our anniversary as our first date because like it, we weren't going anywhere after that. Right. <laughs> um. So yeah, it was very crazy to realize that that relationship had been going on for two thirds of this show. Wow. Yeah, which feels weird. Like, it doesn't feel like it's... The show feels like it's been going on longer than my... Like, well, that'd be a stupid thing to say because it has been going on longer than my relationship has. But it feels like it's been going on for longer before it started, I guess. The show feels much longer than my relationship does, but I don't know what that means. You're saying time has moved fast since you guys uh, started dating. I do think that's true. And uh, I definitely think that... um, when my uh, obligations have become a little less uh, for like yep. some projects I've been working on, I uh-huh. have definitely taken advantage of that where he's concerned and where our relationship is concerned more so than I would have were I not dating someone. So that aspect of your situation with Lisa, I certainly relate to. Sure. And I don't know how much time I have left, but um, are, have you, uh, have the two of you moved in? Yeah, we we just moved in together on April 1st. Okay, I'm about to do that uh, with Lisa. Do I have to seem busy and successful all the time now? (laughs) Uh, I don't think so, because (laughs) 
Um, I will say, though, that what might happen is she might, like, task you with something. Like, that sounds... I just bought... I helped a couple of uh, mine and Eric's friends buy him a bunch of hockey equipment. Um, okay. So that he could start playing hockey because I knew it was something he wanted to do. Um, and I was very excited about doing that, and he is so happy. And now he has, like twice as much to do than he did before and that's awesome and that's like helpful for me because I don't feel as much like uh he's like not doing things that he might be wanting to uh if we were like spending time together you know what I mean but I'm an asshole who is selfish with um my time and and puts it a bunch of different places uh so I guess that's my response is like I you don't have to feel busier than you do now um uh-huh. but you might uh get like i don't know if lisa's anything like me you might <laughs> there might be something that like pushes you towards something you would be doing that you may not have done without that as a factor uh lisa mostly is just like hey let's uh throw out all these shirts that have holes <laughs> like that kind of stuff. <laughs> there's also been a decent amount of that on my end so i <laughs> I relate to that. Uh, we'll have to like go on some sort of cutesy double date and talk about the things that we've had to do for the grown men that we're dating. Sounds great. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tim. Of course. Happy anniversary. Thank you. I love you. All right. Love you too. Take care. Hey, Mary Beth. This is Tim Dunn. Congratulations on one year with MBSing. Thank you for having me on. Uh, it's a great show and you should be proud. I wanted to get you something for a one-year anniversary present, Uh, so what I did is I took my least favorite moment, no offense, uh, from last year, and I have a lot of free time at work right now, so I went into GarageBand and made you something. Uh, So here is a good friend of mine, Rob Grabowski, recommending something terrible. Enjoy. Yeah, we all we, we, you remember Polly Shore, right? <laughs> I remember. Great, I'm familiar with the Pauly great Polly Shore. Shore. I've seen Biodome. Ah, by, see, okay, now Biodome holds up. Okay, now Biodome holds up. Okay, now Biodome. Okay, now Biodome. Okay, now Biodome holds up. Okay, now Biodome holds up. Okay, now Biodome holds up. Okay, now Biodome. Okay, now Biodome. Okay, now Biodome holds up. Okay, now Biodome holds up. Okay, now Biodome holds up. Okay, now Biodome. Okay, now Biodome. Okay, now Biodome holds up. Okay, now Biodome holds up. Okay, now Biodome holds up. Okay, now Biodome. Okay, now Biodome. Okay, now Biodome holds up. Okay, now Biodome holds up. Okay, now Biodome holds up. Okay, now Biodome. Okay, now Biodome. Okay, now Biodome holds up. Okay, now Biodome holds up. Okay, now Biodome holds up. Okay, now Biodome. Okay, now Biodome. Okay, now Biodome holds up. Okay, now Biodome holds up. Okay, now Biodome holds up. Okay, now Biodome. Okay, now Biodome. Okay, now Biodome holds up. Okay, now Biodome holds up. Okay, now Biodome holds up. Okay, now Biodome. Okay, now Biodome. Okay, now Biodome holds up. Son-in-law pretty much holds up. Jury duty is a piece of shit. Is that what you were going to talk it's about? It's a piece jury of duty. shit. <laughs> Alex Trevka. I'm sorry I missed my mark on 
the call. It's but okay. You're talking to me now. How are you? Don't no no sorries. I have missed most of the marks, so I didn't want to get too far behind, and I wanted to give you a good chunk of time to chat. Oh well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Very yeah. Much. Uh, well, I'm presently walking around the Whole Foods. Oh yeah. I I just want to talk. You know. Let's just do it. To, uh, what's good? Um, things in general are very good. Things are busy and good and moving forward. In what way? Wait, no. Am I supposed to answer questions or are you? Uh, I want to talk to you. I've been talking to everyone, so I think I, uh, should... Yeah, you take the break. <laughs> you, you take a break. I'll chat. I'll, I'll talk. That sounds great. Uh, in preparation for the call, mm-hmm. uh, I I was just scanning my brain for all. I mean, let's be honest. Squall is a huge part of our collective lives. Sure. Uh, and, and certainly in in recent years, it's gone a little bit down, which is kind of sad. Yeah. But we shall always hold those beautiful golden memories of times gone by with a huge group of, of Squall. I uh, was just looking back at a picture uh, from like one of our first rehearsals. Um, so we're all gathered around, and Brad Einstein is like bent over. Oh, like, yeah. And then we're against that wall. And mm-hmm. just looking at all the people, just a, a really super, super talented group of, uh, of people. Uh, kind of bringing us together to get to know each other was, was a big deal for me, and Squall was one of the first teams that got put on here in the city. So, uh, I think, in speaking with you directly, you got you got a big you got a big place in my heart. Oh, uh, because I mean, let's let's be honest. Between the the laugh and that beautiful beautiful red hair, uh, <laughs> you 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 you're, you're a special person. So I'm I'm really happy, excited for you with uh, the MBSing uh, anniversary, and it's always one of my favorite things to. Um, not only get to know different improvisers in the city, but to get to know about, you know, uh, different topics that uh, they, they are, you know, experts in. So, Thanks, I think you man. Have a great podcast. I really appreciate that, and I also hold Squall in very high regard and in a special place in my heart. Uh, because it was also, yeah, it was one of the first teams that I got put on as well, and um, I, it, 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 I, lear- I met that fantastic group of people and you know learn how to improvise with um so many different styles and man just like have had so much fun and like now it's still fun to like check in everyone i mean i just did a a two-man show with mike jimerson uh a week ago last you know a week ago tonight and it was still a blast you know yeah but yeah i i really hold Hold it in my mind that you can pick any two people from Squall and put on a two-person show, and it would be a great show. I totally uh, agree with you. I totally um, agree with you. I was thinking back to my episode with you on MBSing, and we talked about pro wrestling. Yes. And I just wanted to give you a little bit of an update uh, on wrestling. Please do. As it stands right now, so you can obviously update your audience. Um, so Please. wrestling right now is 
is uh, for me at least a fan that's been watching since I was about I don't know eight or nine. Uh, it's different because all of these like veterans that have been around for decades are getting older. And yeah. Their bodies are falling apart, and they're not able to put on good matches anymore because they are fifty years old and they can't take power bombs sure. or anything anymore. So, as as a fan that has been watching for so long, seeing you know, these young guns kind of come in and then be built up to be, you know, the, the next stars of the company has been really interesting. and um, Kind of makes you face your own mortality. <laughs> Absolutely. And that, and that really, you can map that against, you know, improvisers that are coming up and you know what I mean? It's, sure, it's, uh, God, it's yes. It's so funny. Uh, Tim Dunn and I were just talking about that right before this, uh, that you you feel older because of other people coming in all fresh-faced and new. Yeah. Um, but with, with you know the sport of professional wrestling, there are injuries and in recent months there's been a really or probably in the past year there's been a rash of like really bad injuries on a lot of people yeah so that's also kind of that's also kind of opening the door for other people to step up sure do different work and that's i kind of mapped that over like somebody getting a boat or going over to boom chicago like whenever there's a vacuum somebody has to go in and fill uh that hole for sure uh it's been it's been interesting to see that investing, but I I don't always get to watch it live because I have rehearsals and stuff. But mm-hmm. I feel like that's that's my that's uh, that's always my thing to go and read up on these Check back in on. But I know that your fans want to know how I'm doing, and <laughs> you probably want to you probably want to know too. I do. Maybe. I do. Well, I'm doing great. Uh, Presently, I am in between jobs, which is to say, uh, you know, unemployed. Sure. Um, it's not. It's not great. Like I'm not super pumped to say that. But it's a. Uh, it's a hard place to be in. Uh, yeah, it's nice weather, and I'm open to take on pretty much anything I can. So uh, that's going well. I've got a wonderful girlfriend. Name yes, Caroline. she's great. She's a she's a wonderful gal. So uh, her and I have been doing a lot. She, uh, my birthday was just last week. Yeah. And she threw me a surprise party, the first ever surprise party that I've ever had. Um, Were you sufficiently surprised? Got... What's that? Were you sufficiently yeah. surprised? I was sufficiently surprised. I I was getting a little bit like what going on here but yeah. I never it, it never crossed my mind that she would have planned this Aww. she had been planning it for like months so yeah she invited she, me but I couldn't make it I had to go to a show but you know have to catch the next one but she did a great job like to see like to see like Jimerson and Andrew Knox there like those are two of the busiest people yeah. that I know they, they were there at at the party and it was, it was so great that's such a nice feeling uh, to know. I feel similarly about this, honestly, to know that so many people who I know are, are busy in their own lives uh, wanted to take some time out of it with me to chat. Um, I really appreciated that. But uh, outside of Carolyn, you know, I'm still living in that big old apartment mansion. Yeah. That's, uh, 
that's been like it's always cool to meet new people from Airbnb and to have you know this really cool space to to live in and uh, and yeah I'm still performing tonight in about a half hour I'm gonna do Tone at IO very cool always a blast and uh, great cast and still squall squall still still shows up uh, whenever we can and. It's, uh, it's a good thing, as Martha Stewart said. I think so, too. Um, uh, I, was, I was actually eating dinner at Whole Foods with uh, my friend Kevin, and uh, we had just sat down to eat, and I was like, okay, just buy a little bit more time, and then I can reach out to Mary Beth. <laughs> um, I'm happy that you called, because that was a good out, too. I could get up and walk away. But Cool. Um, Glad it worked out. Case, uh, I, I I will uh, tap out and say, good one. I, I hope I hope you have thirty more years of Mary Beth uh, Smith singing. And uh, next time I see you, you know you know your boy's gonna give you a hug. So I love just, it. Uh, get ready for that. But I think you're great, Mary Beth, and I hope that you you uh, get a lot of really good sound bites from friends. Mm-hmm. You make a really cool podcast. I think it'll be, it's been really wonderful so far. Thank you so much for the sentiments. I really appreciate it, Trepka. Oh, I love you. And I, I, I wish you the stars. I love you very much, too. All right. Bye, Have buddy. a good night. You and too. I'll see you soon. Have a great show. Ooh, girl, need to kick off your shoes. Gotta take a deep breath. Time to focus on you. All the big fights, long nights that you've been through. I got a bottle of tequila. I've been saving for what's you. Nate, what's up, my friend? How's it going? It's going pretty well. I was I was sweating out that phone charger thing, and I got done early, and I hadn't heard from you yet, and I was just like, I got to take this window. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you just sent a response text to that. I am. I'm good. Yeah, we cool. Um, whew. How are you? How's it going? It's going, it's going well. It's going well. Uh, was there yeah. anything specific that you wanted to chat about? Um, yeah, actually, just because uh, the the last time we spoke, we were we were talking about me traveling, and that was always because of my dad being uh, doing the job that he's doing, working with the State Department. Right. And uh, he's got a uh, clock on that now. He's going to finish up in Mali. Wow. And then he'll do a year in Pakistan, and then he's done. Wow. And, like, the family's sort of like, good, good for you. We're very happy. And, like, yeah, uh, congratulations. Just so of, it's just like retiring? Yeah, yeah. And so he and my mom are sort of planning a cross country trip to do once, once he retires. Oh, cool. And we're just sort of planning for like that that next stage of like they're winding down i'm still a man child (laughs) so it's it's cool it's cool um and so it's it's very weird because i talked a lot about traveling and missing it and it's very weird to be at the part of life where roots are settling in right and like i'm sticking around to one spot sure i've had the same friend group for multiple years now which never really happened before yeah geez yeah you moved around so much 
Yeah, yeah, it was very weird. Like, every time I would move, I'd have to be like, okay, all right, shit, what's popular here? Okay, cool, 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 cool. Uh, <laughs> I, I miss like two years of television. What's going on? What what the hell is Pete and Pete? <laughs> <laughs> are you still uh, Are you still on board the Ryan Murphy train? I know last time we talked, he spent a, uh, a decent amount talking my, about the horror story. My tumultuous relationship with that man. Nah, it's over. <laughs> it's over. It's over. Uh, actually, no. I kind of want to watch the OJ Simpson show. I heard that was really. really I've heard good, it's good actually. too. I've heard it's good too. American Crime Story, they're calling it, which I believe yes. is a little tongue in cheek. Which I would be more than happy to jump to because they in the freak show season they had Finn. Whitrock give an amazing performance of just chewing scenery left and right. <laughs> like it seems to American be Psycho. But like honestly, I missed the murder clown the whole time. <laughs> uh, sorry for changing the topic a little. I just remember that that was something we talked about. Um, no, I'm totally ready to swing into it. <laughs> sweet. Uh, is there anything that is there anywhere you've traveled since we spoke? that uh, really sticks out to you. Um, I may have to cut you short because I started late, but I'll try to get some some time in here before I let you go. No, no, it's totally cool. I understand you're running a tight ship tonight. Thanks, bud. Uh, it's, it's nowhere notable, but, like, I went to my older sister's house in North Carolina. Oh, yeah? She bought a house. That's awesome. I haven't yeah. bought a house. She has a husband and two dogs. <laughs> That's a thing now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, people can have that. It's it's interesting. Uh, where does she live in North Carolina? Uh, she lives outside of Charlotte. Oh, nice. Wow, she does not live far at all from where I grew up. No, it's very nice. It, it's very, very nice to visit. Uh, I was really disappointed that this one restaurant right next to the uh oh what are they the bass pro center oh yeah uh, yeah was out of alligator meat i was really oh. disappointed <laughs> there you go man still having adventures still having yeah. adventures <laughs> or trying to anyway yeah and then well and then she had two dogs so it was also kind of like i don't know adventure can wait these two pups out there uncle come here what uh? What kind of dogs are they? Uh, one's one's a mutt named Rooster who was a rescue, so he's scared of everything but super excited about everything. Aww. And then the other is a puppy, uh, a little pit bull puppy named Chunk. They sound wonderful. And he like climbs up shoulders and stuff while he's still tiny. <laughs> I I need to get at that dog while he's still a puppy, you know. Ugh. I feel that that I think that's the one thing that is um, driving me to want to like settle down and have a home is that, that I want a dog so badly. No, I all right. So on the real, the most adult thing I've ever done in my life happened this year. Oh yeah. Um, yes. So I just turned twenty-five yesterday. Oh, happy belated. Thank you. And. What I did was my parents asked me if I would like a puppy for my birthday, and they're like, a French bulldog one. I was like, oh, God, oh. no. I 
I turned down that puppy oh. because I knew it would not have a good home with me yet. Good for you, and that is a decision I have to make for myself a lot, and I applaud you. I have to let you go. The next person's calling. Um, good job. We'll get there. We will have our dogs and pet them, too. All right. You have a great show, dude. Thank you so much, Nate. Sorry I caught you a little late. Love you, man. It's fine. Bye. Let's up and change your life. You can have it all, no sacrifice. I know we did you wrong. We can make it right. So go and let it all hang out tonight. You're on a tight time frame, lady. I know. I think in my in my head I was like, it'll be easy to, you know, wrap these up. But the things I didn't think about was like, Sometimes, like, I have to call the, like, a couple people I had to call just because, like, Uh I'm trying to run this ship. And one thing I just had to do during the last one was run and get a phone charger because I didn't have one on my person and my phone was about to die. And I was like, well, I have to sacrifice Uh at some point. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. And also, like, you spend so much time like saying hello and saying goodbye to people. Exactly, exactly. That, that it boils down to like, Well, we've done it. <laughs> I know. It boils down to like five minutes of like actual uh, conversation. Um as okay. this has gone so far. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I'm sure. And everyone has so much to tell you because I know. I'm so excited for you. It's so, so I'm sweet. I'm not going to share any of my excitement with you. Let's just get that. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> what do you have? Anything specific that you wanted to bring to the table? Any thoughts you've had since we spoke on creative collaboration last? Yes. Well, actually, what I kept thinking about and I couldn't get it out of my brain was the fact that between our conversation and now, you have seen your father in a production of Cats. Yes, I have. That's true. <laughs> and I saw pictures on Facebook and it looked so wonderful. And I was wondering how that collaboration for him was. Oh, that is so sweet of you to ask. Um, uh, it was amazing. Um, he loved it so much. I don't know yes. if... If I mentioned this um, uh, when I told you about it or not, but my dad's been out of a job for a long time. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he got uh, he got laid off from a job that from a like grant funded organization because the funding mm. just wasn't there, and he had been working there for like ten years. And uh, oh, yeah, it's. It's been rough, and uh, every time I would talk to my mom um, and, like, try to ask about it, uh, she would be like, uh, it's okay, like, yeah, uh, you know, like, it, it, I think it's more just his, like, mental well-being than anything else. Of course. And, I you mean, know, that's such a big shift, and it's, like, it's hard not to feel like it's a letdown, even if you had nothing to do with the reason the job right. was being... Right, and you know he's been he's applied and like interviewed for a few other things, but nothing's really panned out. And then when I talked to her, like coming up on the show, she was just like, "He's having such a good time." Uh, I know, like, it's keeping him so much more busy, and like he's getting to put a lot of energy and like passion into it. And uh, so that that was a big deal. 
And Yay! yeah, and I also will say that um, between that conversation, like talking about how my dad was still doing stuff and our conversation, uh, my friend Emily, who uh, started listening to MBSing um, in the last few months, listened to our conversation and afterwards was inspired to be in a show with me. With yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. That's she, so cool. She approached um, myself and my friend Katie Johnson-Smith uh, for putting together this um, Attend the Tale of Danny Tanner show um, and was like, hey, is that role still open? Because she knew we had been, like, uh, asking a couple of other, asking around. And we were like, yeah, um, would you want to do it? And she was like, yeah, I haven't performed in, like, 10 years, but I really want to do it. And then later on she told me that a big thing that, that inspired her to do that was listening to our conversation. That is super cool. Isn't that amazing? I love that. I love that so much because lots of times I don't think, like, even if people are thinking about a conversation or something that inspired them to do something else, they don't always get a chance to, like, say it to that person. Yes, yes. So how, how fun that not only she get to say it to you but she's also gonna work with you yeah it's been so much fun to work with her on it she's been so great and uh it was i knew you would appreciate getting to know that as well uh that something we did inspired someone else to be creative in their own life yeah oh that's so good right right i've i've been really like um just thinking about how everything I do has to be like a creative collaboration. It's just like that. I mean, obviously that's impossible, but right. like that is, that's where the fun and like the, the joy of it is. So, you know, I walk around sometimes in my regular life, like, why am I not having any fun right now? <laughs> God, it's pouring rain. I'm getting groceries. Why is it this a creative collaboration? But uh, you know what? You got to, take those opportunities where you can and then like I think that's really cool I your dad looked so happy in that picture too. he was just bursting he I he found out that um uh my friend Mary Helen one of my childhood friends was also in at the show which my mom had told him but he forgot because like you know he can't be expected to keep up with all those things but when sure. what the first time I saw him after the show, he was like, <gasps> "Mary Helen's here, Mary Helen's here!" Like he was just so like he could not breathe. Like he was so excited that like all of this was happening all at once, and like seeing him feel that way was just worth the trip. And all of his brothers and sisters were there, and his daughter and her boyfriend were there. Like it was just great. It was great. Oh my god! And now you have a picture of. Like pictures of him dressed in a huge cat costume. I know. Full on makeup. <laughs> I have to tell you before I let you go, since you asked about this so sweetly, um, right at the end of the show, um, he has this solo as Old Deuteronomy, and the director wanted him to do it on a small flight of stairs that he had built. Uh-huh. And uh, my dad has Uh-oh. very bad oh, yeah. knees and ankles. Like his ankle okay. was bad first, and now his knees are bad trying to compensate. And he should always wait for someone to um, climb uh, downstairs, but he didn't wait, and he almost fell. And I thought I was going to see my dad 
die. I thought he was going to oh die. God. Like, I truly, Meg, thought he was going to die and he was going to be dressed as a cat. And oh. everyone in this audience was going to see my dad die. And I, like, recently it came up again and my um, my boyfriend was like, you made the loudest sound. And I was like, I was going through a moment. Yeah, you were thinking, like, how do we very quickly get him out of the cat costume before the paramedics arrive? Exactly, exactly. I thought we had an emergency on our hands. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. A that terrible thing. Community. What? Community, community theater is, like, uh, such a wonderful place for all sorts of those collaborations. Uh, whether they're huge successes or huge failures, they're still... Uh, it was you know, great. You're walking down the stairs that somebody else built for you. <laughs> for sure. In a uh, cat costume that someone a... else made. <laughs> he made the stairs. Oh, he made those stairs. He's a oh. he's a carpenter in his own right. I gotta let you go. I got Brennan Dowling calling in. I'm leaving him hanging. Don't leave him hanging. You're doing a wonderful thing. I'm proud of you. I love you. Thanks for letting me be a part of the show. Congrats. Thank you so much for calling. I love you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Because we don't love you anymore. So walk your finest out the door. I was telling Meg Johns about when my dad was in Cats. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Mistopheles? <laughs> yes, he was Old Deuteronomy and Bustopher Jones. They're um, doing a film version of it, so maybe he can get cast. I hope so. I think that would be good work for him. He's out, he's out of work, so maybe, maybe old Andrew Lloyd and Tom Hooper will give him a ring. Yeah, well, he'll pull sure. Like, he would for sure get an Oscar nomination if he got the movie, so that would be... <laughs> That's the kind of, like, work that begets work. I think so, too. How are you? What do you want to bring to the table today? I'm good. Um, I, I talked about mysteries, so do yes. we keep talking about mysteries? Let's do it. All right. Um, have you, like, have you, has it made you think about anything differently since then? Uh, man, that's a great question. I think, well, I, I guess what I want to say is that I have, probably read less mysteries since, when did we talk like october maybe a while ago that sounds about right um all right yeah a little right. less well, than December, a year ago i read a really great mystery called the white by richard price i would recommend that to everybody the white um, the white w-h-i-t-e-s by richard price and he's a guy who grew up in new york and he wrote um he's written a bunch of books that have gotten a lot of attention like a book called Lush Life and Freedom Land and Clockers. And then he wrote a lot of, um, he wrote a lot of screenplays. He wrote the screenplay for Color of Money and Steve oh, Love, cool. that Al, Al Pacino and Ellen Barkin movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to say he had some connection to Homicide and maybe, oh. maybe The Wire, yeah. But he just writes super authentically about New York cops and you, you just read it and figure, oh, he must have been a cop for 30 years and then he started to write. And then you're like, oh, no, he just He's has. He's been a screenwriter his whole career. <laughs> you're like, oh, you, you just have what's called imagination. <laughs> um, but it's about these five cops who are all chasing down, like, the perp. That, like, the, the whole idea is that, like, in each police officer's career, there's one 
Um, there's one case, unsolved case, or one case where the person got away, and that would be like a quote unquote white. Oh. And then they're all like, so they're always haunted by it. Oh. And, uh, and then each of the whites start dying. Oh, like a a Dexter situation almost. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mary Beth, it was very good. <laughs> Edge of my seat. Um, and then, and but then I I think I've been like watching a lot more stuff. Um, like so many of us, I have Netflix. And yes, I've watched. Uh, I gotten into these two series. One's called Foil's War, and one's called Midsummer Murders. Okay. And they're both, like, Midsummer's Murder has been on for, like, I think since 1990. It's like when you go on Netflix, it has 18 series or whatever. It has a million, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you're like, well, this will take me three years to watch. <laughs> and um, it's about this detective in the big college English countryside who solves gruesome, really over-the-top murders. Like, the, the pilot has two incestuous relationships in it. Oh boy! So that, I think that's enough. Like, you, I mean, like you're. Oh either, boy! Mo- not one, but two. <laughs> if you're like me, you're like, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> the world falls into two categories: people who incestuous relationships and mysteries are like, yeah, that's what I, that's what I came for. And it's also got like a lot of. Um, it was in ninety. It started in ninety-seven. So a lot of people who are famous now were in it on their way up. Like. Emily Blunt has been in it. Wow. Imelda Staunton, Rosamund Pike, James McAvoy. Wow. Um, that's yeah, so See, that's I felt fun. the same way. I'm now remembering um, you mentioned uh, Veronica Mars, or at least that you had uh, oh, yeah. listened to Lauren's ep of MBSing yes, about yeah, Veronica Lauren, Mars. Yes, yes. I have since watched most of the first season, and it feels exactly that way, where every single time there is a guest star – is someone who is, like, inordinately famous now. Yeah, because, like, Jessica Chastain's in it. Yes, I watched her episode, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Adam Scott um, was in one. Oh, right. He, That's, that might be my favorite season one episode. It was really good. Sleazy yeah. Teacher. Yes. I, I really like that a lot because it plays on um, – what I think I like the most about the show is, like, sometimes Veronica isn't as, like, smart and adult as she thinks she is. Yeah. Uh, because well, and that also makes sense with where you're, like, where you realize that she's fallible because she's a high school senior right. or whatever. You're, like, right. oh, yeah, you shouldn't be able to figure everything out. Yeah, like, if a teacher is seducing some other student, like, yeah. odds are he's probably able to work the same charms on you a high yeah. school woman <laughs> uh but i've really been enjoying it i can't remember the last time i watched uh, a serial type crime show of that nature but i really like it yeah yeah that one hits my hits uh, my pleasure point <laughs> that's good that's good uh, and then I've been watching, like, I'll, I'll have, like, Murder, She Wrote episodes on if I'm doing stuff around the house. And that's, like, that's kind of, like, the same way where you're, like, Leslie Nielsen's in the one I'm watching right now. Uh, um, and he played, and, like, I just want to say this, because I think Leslie Nielsen has passed away. <laughs> if he hasn't, he should play John Hamm's father. Like, they are the exact same person. Oh, I can totally see that. 
Yeah. I do believe, I do believe Leslie Nielsen has passed away in the last yeah. few years. But I can totally see that. Because it's also like, they're, because uh, this would be right before Nick, but I mean, he would have done Police Academy, the TV show, but not, but like he's playing this suave, mm-hmm. ladies' man, mm-hmm. kind of dangerous guy um, that you don't know whether you can trust him or not. Uh-huh. And, uh, and you, you know, like, he and, he and Angela Lansbury have crackling sexual tension. <laughs> um, but it's that same thing. And then, like, two years later, he's going to be a huge goof. Right. Just in terms of the way that he can straddle drama and comedy, the way John Hamm can. I can totally see that. Um, yeah. I would. I feel like I've seen a lot more of Leslie Nielsen in comedy stuff, but I also yeah. feel like that's the way John Hamm's career is going post Mad Men. Yes. Yeah, and he was in uh, Leslie Nielsen's also in a really. Did we talk about Columbo? I think so. I I, oh, okay, I don't yeah. think we talked on it at length at any means. Yeah, if anyone's looking for like. That's super pleasurable if you just Google, like, the 10 best Columbo episodes and then watch some of those, because they're awesome. That sounds and, great to um, me. But, like, Leslie Nielsen's in one that I started watching. Oh, in a Columbo episode as well? He's in a Columbo, yeah, he's, and he's a spy. But, like, he's wearing, um, you know, this would be, like, the late 70s, so he's probably, like, John Hamm's age right now. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, walking like walking around Miami, I want to say, and just wearing... Um, like a white linen suit and a dress shirt that's like top three buttons are unbuttoned and uh, Sounds hot. aviators. Yeah, <laughs> just, he just looks like total badass. <laughs> I'm into it. You are not Frank Drebin right now. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I think those are the marks of a, the my my favorite or some of who I think are the best actors are the people who can ride those kinds of lines. Like yeah. I, th- I think John C. Riley is like one of the best comedic actors that I can think of. But when you mm-hmm. see him do drama, it's like holy shit, this guy can do anything amazingly. Yeah, like when he's in Magnolia. Yeah, like Magnolia, The Hours. I think he's fantastic in. Oh, I forgot that. Yeah, yeah. I uh, mean, who's not in The Hours? Uh, <laughs> totally, like, absolutely to agree. Filmed like three days on the out. We were like uh, Julian Moore's kids babysitter. <laughs> I love that. We got cut. <laughs> really? <laughs> I I I think they should have left us in, man. They should have left us in. I love that movie. Yeah. I really love <gasps> The Hours. It's one of the few movies that I watched in its entirety, and then immediately afterwards, I was like, I could watch that again right now. Wow, I have never. I've only seen it. I saw it when it came out, but I have not watched it. So maybe I'll have to. Something about it. I just like yeah. was like that was great, and everyone was great in it. And I could experience it again, and I I'm not usually like that, but anyway. can you read the book? I haven't. I should. I guess if yeah. I liked it that much. The book's fantastic, and I've read a couple of other things that that author has read, and I'm Michael Cunningham, and I really like. He wrote this book called Specimen Days, which is about it's like three novellas that are all interlinked, um, and they're like in New York. I think like the 1880s. The what's the middle one? The first, I think the first, like, it's New York at three different historical periods. Uh-huh. And, and I think the final one is, like, in the future after some kind of, Interesting. Like, societal collapse. It's so good. I gotta uh, check them out. it's kind of, like, similar into the, like, similarly structured in the hours where it's, you know, 
three different times, but they all have um, effects on each other. I I think it's great. I don't know what it is. Like, I mean, it's obviously a good movie, but um, something about it sticks with me. I think I like yeah. exploring things like that, like different um, experiences, but over a course of time. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, man. I'm going to let you go. All right. Thank you so much, Mary Beth. Thank you I'm, so much I'm for I'm standing calling. right next to Asher Perlman. He's a, huge, he's a huge fan of MBSing. <laughs> Give him my best. I, he's been on my list to have on the show for literally over a year. I could text you a picture of the list right now. I mean, I wouldn't be able to prove that it was like that before, I guess, but I swear to him that he's been on my list to have as a guest, and I've just never well, reached out. Text me. The, can, we, can you take a picture of the list next to you holding a newspaper with today's date? Because yeah. that would improve. Yes, of course. Uh, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> yeah. Well, I know nothing would make him happier than to <laughs> spend an hour. I'll I'll have him on. This solidifies it. I gotta get I gotta get my boy Asher in the studio. Perfect. All right. I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much, Mary Beth. Thank you so much, Brandon. Love you. Baby, how you feeling? This has been a Nerdalogs production. If you'd like to help make more things like this, please visit Patreon.com/Nerdalogs to donate today. And go to www.nerdalogs.com for more cool stuff. Thanks for being awesome. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am GrabBot23548X.